A return to form for the Minnesota Wild as they beat the Montreal Canadiens 3-1. We discuss on today's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Welcome into another Locked on Wild postcast as the Minnesota Wilds pick up a 3-1 to win over the Montreal Canadiens. Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg. And Kevin, uh, leading up to this game, the Wild had a couple of additional days in Montreal and uh, Michael Russo uh, talked with Bill Guerin a little bit as to just kind of where the team was at at this point in the season. Sounded like the team had a couple of days to just kind of try to put things out of their mind, hit that reset button, and it looks like it worked uh, in tonight's game. Yeah, there's been a different feel uh, around the rink here the last couple days. And, you know, you mentioned it. uh, Bill Guerin certainly wasn't happy with the start. Nobody around here was with the hockey team. The coaches and players were all feeling that pressure. But first road trip of the year, I thought they played a, a really hard game in Boston. It wasn't always a smart game, but they played a hard game. They came back from 3-1 down against a very good hockey club. I thought Marc-Andre Fleury for the second consecutive game looked like he was rounding into form. And then you had that awkward break in Montreal here. They had their rookie dinner. They had some fun as a team. The coaches had a little retreat on the water. They went to a a spa that actually floats along the St. Lawrence here and their time to get away. And then yesterday at practice, they shuffled the lines, shuffled the D partners, had a hard practice, very fast-paced. And I think some of that carried over into the play tonight because they looked a lot like the team we saw last year they could lock things down, they got good goaltending, and actually play with a lead. They play with a lead most of the night, something they hadn't done all year. Let's talk about Marc-Andre Fleury to start. Um, I, I thought he was great tonight. He made some really tough saves, but he looked decisive, which I think was a, a huge part of the uh, the game for him going into this one. Just kind of caught in between, do I smother this one? Do I kick out a rebound? He looked like he was in fully control, full control tonight, and the only goal he gave up was kind of a weird deflection, courtesy of Cole Caulfield off of Jake Middleton's stick. Beyond that, he had it on lockdown. He did, and he made some huge saves at critical moments. There was a, uh, a buzzing uh, in the second period where there was three point-blank chances in a row. Stop those, and I think the key moment that everybody will point to, uh, Mike Hoffman's penalty shot early in the third. Uh, crowd's going crazy. Canadians had kind of come out on fire early in the period and and put some pressure on Minnesota. He stops that penalty shot. The bench just goes crazy. Felino and Spurgeon come over, pat him on the pads, and that just seemed like that moment that the Wilds said, all right, we got our guy. We play a smart game from here on out. We're going to get the win, and that's exactly what they did. The new-look D pairings, you've got uh, Jonas Brodeen with Kalen Addison, Jared Spurgeon, Jake Middleton, John Merrill and Matt Dumba, and – those guys, it looked like collectively, uh, did a much better job of just covering the D zone and and really doing a good job of preventing Montreal, save a couple of, of rushes here and there, really denying them opportunities to sustain any sort of pressure. Yeah, the decor was awesome. Uh, the penalty kill, you could you could see that. And, and I thought of the, the grouping, Matt Dumba stood out tonight. And he had been bad, and he, he was owning up to it. He would have been the first one to tell you that he hadn't played to his potential. And I think there was a conversation. And certainly when you're on the third set of D and you're Matt Dumba and you're off the power play, um, that's an eye opener. And and he came out tonight, played with confidence, was assertive, 
was blocking shots. Everything he did tonight looked like the Matt Dumba in his prime, and we hadn't seen that in a while. So I was super happy for him because anybody that knows Matt, anybody that's around the rink um, and understands the passion he has, the team-first mentality he carries to the rink, and what a great kid he is, uh, this had really been weighing on him, and you could tell. And so I was really pleased that he got out there and played the game he did tonight. Uh, final one before we talk about some of the uh, the new things we saw in offense. Uh, you mentioned block shots. That's been a element of this team that we just haven't seen to start the season. Uh, saw more of it tonight, and uh, especially down the stretch, saw some guys laying out to try to prevent shots from getting through to Flurry. Yeah, and this is you know, Seth. This is the identity of the Minnesota Wild. I mean, a core of their team is back from last year, and the coaches pointed it out. It's something that they hadn't done as well this year had it been as consistent in that area. And so I think it was a point of emphasis. And I think they're a better team when they're getting up into those shooting lanes and they're clogging, uh, you know, th those paths to the net and, and they're blocking shots for their teammates because they've all talked about it. They get a lift on the bench when they see their, their brothers out there, their teammates going down to sacrifice the body for the good of the group. And they hadn't really done that much this year and certainly have been kind of a glaring, weakness to this team that we hadn't seen in a while. And so uh, once again, it all kind of ties back to them being back uh, to a team that, that we can recognize and a team that we expected them to be right from the hop. And maybe it took them a little longer to get there, but you know, it was a, a, a good look to what, uh, you know, I think they needed as far as playing without the puck at a smarter level, being a little more edgy. They had that tonight. There was, there was, a, I think a good tone set to this game, physical play, blocking shots, caring more about the defensive zone than getting on offense, and I think it showed. Minnesota Wilds picking up a 3-1 to one win over the Montreal Canadiens. We'll talk offense. We'll talk about what is coming up next, the Ottawa Senators, as we continue today's Locked on Wild postcast. But first, a word from our sponsors, Athletic Greens. They make it easy for you to take all the vitamins and supplements that you use every day and get them in one convenient spot. With just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs for your, with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Minnesota Wilds get a 3-1 to win over the Montreal Canadiens. Seth Topol and Kevin Gord continuing to break things down. Let's talk about the new-look offense. Uh, Brandon Duhame, Jewel Erickson Eck, and Ryan Hartman. Uh, that, I think, was the fun line tonight as Duhame scored, Erickson X scored a couple of times. Um, and, you know, we saw from Duhame what has, uh, I think, made him a favorite, not only of fans, but also of this coaching staff. Just a guy that will go out there and give you quality minutes. 
Yeah, the coaches love him. He's, in their eyes, been one of their most consistent players here in the uh, the first uh, part of the season. He was, he was a menace tonight. Like, he was causing issue on every shift, frustrating Montreal, making big plays. You know, he was a big part of the first two goals of this hockey game, getting an assist and then and scoring a goal. It went a lot further than that, though. He was just terrific. Penalty kill, rock solid. He's just got a feisty way about him that I think fits in well with this hockey club. And you mentioned it. One of the one of the combinations that I never saw coming was Eck, Duhame, and Hartman. Hartman was plus three tonight. Eck played a great game, scoring those two goals. It was just it was really uh, fun to see how they played off each other. And I think Duhame and Hartman have a lot in common in that they have skill, they have speed, and they know how to agitate the opponent. There was another key play in the hockey game where the Wild were going to be shorthanded, and Hartman got right in the face of one of the Canadians right in front of their bench, frustrated him. He took the retaliation penalty. And all of a sudden that turns into a four-on-four situation. In a third period of a one-goal game, that matters to me. So Ryan Hartman quietly having a really, really big game tonight. Fun to see those guys mess so well together. And, you know, it's nice to see the coaches get paid back for a major, major shuffle of the deck front and back. Yeah, another line that uh, that I thought played well tonight, Matt Boldy, Marco Rossi, and Marcus Foligno. And not to say the other lines didn't, but, you know, you, you see these new combos and you're just you're curious, especially in – Felino's case with with Boldy and Rossi, just to see how it looks and and hey, <laughs> that did not look bad at all. It did not. My, you know, Matt Boldy had eight shots on goal. That's unbelievable. And I'm just telling you, Marco Rossi and Matt Boldy have such good chemistry. Marco's talked about it with me a couple different times through training camp in the first couple weeks of the season. That even though they didn't have a lot of time together in Des Moines with the Iowa Wild, the time they had together, he felt really comfortable with Matt. And then you mix in Marcus Foligno, who's really seen his offensive skills shine here the last couple of years, had a career-best year last year. And, you know, part of it is he's got the, uh, you know, offensive savvy to mesh with those guys. The other part is he's quite the protector. So when you've got Marco Rossi out there and teams want to try to go out there and, and intimidate him as a young player and a smaller player, Marcus Foligno's not going to have any of that. So I thought it was a really cool combo that also seemed to mesh well right off the hop. Let's talk about the Ottawa Senators coming up on Thursday. This is, I think, a good example of taking this win and trying to build off of it while avoiding the two instances what happened to the Wild against the Senators last year in which there was a game at XL Energy Center early on in the season. I think the Wild ended up winning it 5-4 to four, uh, in overtime. And then the Senators got one on the Wild in Ottawa uh, later on in the season. So this is a team, especially after some of their additions in the offseason, that is not to be taken lightly. No, and they're a dramatically better team this year, and they've already shown a couple of different times. They put seven pucks in on Boston, and Boston might be the best team we've seen all year. They're a terrific hockey team. I know we've seen Colorado, and, and I know we've seen the New York Rangers, but don't give anything away from the Boston Bruins. Ottawa's legit. Like, they are legit knocking on that playoff door. And they've been bad for a while, but they've been building now for a while. That's how you do it in this league. That's one way to really get better quick is to have high-end draft picks that that work out. They brought in a bunch of really talented players that have meshed well with that young talent, and they can play a very fast-paced game. Minnesota's going to have to do what they did tonight. They were able to disrupt Montreal at the blue line. The Canadians led the National Hockey League in odd number of rushes coming into this hockey game. That was a point of emphasis. Ottawa's just a better version of Montreal. They can create offense from anywhere. They're good in transition, 
And then the last thing you want to do against Ottawa is take a bunch of penalties. So it's going to be a really cool matchup. I think Minnesota tonight set the template for what they want to do in a couple nights against the Senators. Lock things down defensively. Wait for your chances. Because against Ottawa, you will get looks on, on the flip side. If you defend well through the neutral zone, that's going to be the critical area for me. But, yeah, very good test, very good hockey team. And that will carry over into a really busy weekend. You play Thursday night in Ottawa. You play Saturday in Detroit. They're playing well right now. Then you go to Sunday in Chicago, and nobody saw this coming. But the Blackhawks, what the hell is going on in Chicago? They were supposed to lose like 70 games this year. And Al Stalock and the Blackhawks just keep winning. Now, I haven't seen the final score because we got on here and logged in. But they had a 3 nothing lead that was now cut to 3-2 in the third period against Florida. But my point is they are far, far overachieving. So overachieving. So this is, you know, again, big test against Ottawa. And I don't think it'll get any easier on the weekend, but I think it's a good time for this team to be building in the right direction with the way they're playing without the puck. A good win for the Wild tonight, 3-1 to one over the Montreal Canadiens, and uh, we'll now try to make it two in a row against Ottawa on Thursday. That will conclude our Locked on Wild postcast for tonight. Kevin, appreciate you hopping on as always, and uh, Wild fans, you can catch these Wild Locked on Wild postcasts after uh, games throughout the course of the season. And so uh, if you are curious as to the Minnesota Wild and how they are doing so far this year, make sure you are checking out Locked on Wild, where you can, uh, you can find it on any of your favorite podcast platforms and also on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any Minnesota Wild-related content all week long as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.